From Valley Public Radio, you're listening to COVID-19 This Week, San Joaquin Valley. I'm your host, Kathleen Schock, with health reporter Carrie Klein. It's April 16th, 2021. As of this week, more than half a million Valley residents have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Here's what a few of you have to say about your newfound superpower. I feel a lot better. My mother is in her 90s and she got vaccinated. So I'm vaccinated and she's vaccinated. So when I go visit her, I feel so much safer for her. Uh, I think it's really good. Uh, I wouldn't go out very much in public uh, before I got my vaccine. I'm a server and a bartender. At work, I feel more comfortable too when other people don't have their masks. I, I do feel a little bit safer with it. That was Ray Lynn Aziz, Dave Poss, and Lauren Sierra talking with Carrie in central Fresno. They're excited, but they also have questions, like when can they take their masks off and what happens if they're exposed to the virus? Carrie's here with more on what we can and still can't do after being vaccinated. Carrie, welcome back. Thanks, Kathleen. First, as usual, let's begin with a valley-wide status update. Okay, so for the last week, new cases look a little bit like they've plateaued. They're hovering, though at relatively low levels around what they had been in early October and early June. Hospitals are continuing to slowly clear out of COVID patients, and fewer people are dying of COVID. So all that is good news. According to the reopening blueprint, Tulare, Kern, and Mariposa counties are in the orange tier this week. Fresno, Madera, and Kings are in red. And, drumroll, Merced County has also finally advanced from purple to red. Uh, more than 1.4 million doses of the vaccine have been administered in our region. As you said, half a million people have been fully vaccinated. That's huge, but it's still a far cry away from public health targets. In some counties, Fresno included, interest in vaccines appears to be waning and appointments are going unfilled. So it's a great time to get the vaccine if you've been holding off. And there's been more vaccine news this week. Some good, some not so good. Yep, that's right. So as of yesterday, vaccines are now open to every Californian 16 and older, regardless of occupation or medical conditions. But also this week, the vaccine produced by Johnson & Johnson is on hold. On Tuesday, every U.S. state paused the use of the vaccine after the federal government announced a possible connection to very rare but very serious blood clots. According to the FDA and CDC, there have been six reports of serious clots in the brain. That's six out of seven million doses in this country, all in women aged 18 to 48, all within two weeks after receiving the shot. Health authorities are taking time to learn more about these cases and determine if there really is a link to the vaccine. And then health officials are also renewing a warning about a serious inflammatory condition in children associated with COVID. Yeah, it's a condition known as MISC, and it seems to follow a COVID-19 infection even weeks after the child has recovered. It causes inflammation of the heart and other organs, and it can be fatal, though most children do recover after being treated in the ICU. We found out yesterday that of around 400 cases reported so far in the entire state, a quarter of those patients were seen at Valley Children's in Madera. Doctors don't yet know why so many more cases would be seen here, but their first guess is that, like COVID in general, MISC also tends to disproportionately afflict people of color. Health officials say the best way to prevent MISC is to prevent your child from getting COVID, and that's by getting the people around them vaccinated and then continuing to wear masks and keeping distance wherever possible. You know, that's such a good reminder that even though the vaccination rate is rising, we are not clear of this virus yet. What's next for those who are fully vaccinated? 
Yeah, so the guidelines are frankly still really confusing. Um, you know, even among people who have been following the pandemic really closely, there's still disagreement about just how lax, you know, we can be. So to get some clarity, I spoke with a vaccine expert. His name is Yuri Grossis, and he's an immunologist and virologist at UC Merced. I threw a bunch of questions at him rapid fire. The first comes from Twitter user Fresno Transplant, and they say, do we have to wear the mask after the vaccine? And if so, why? Why? Grasses says yes, and it comes down to the fact that no vaccines are 100% effective. Well, let me start by, by saying that I hate wearing masks too. I think we're all tired of wearing masks and we want to be more social and we don't want to be socially distanced any longer. Um, but unfortunately, with, with vaccines, not all vaccines are 100% effective. And even with vaccines, you can still catch the virus. You can still have the virus. It just takes some time for your antibody response, your immune response to the virus to kick in the gear and, and knock down uh, the virus, right? So in that time, you can still have the virus that can still be passed on to other people. That could be passed on to other people who already have the, the vaccine or importantly, could pass on to other people who have not been vaccinated for one reason or another and cause real illness in them. And so that is why health authorities are urging vaccinated people to stay masked and stay six feet apart. Also, the CDC advises that if you're vaccinated and you've been exposed to the virus, you only need to quarantine if you show symptoms. All this is in place until vaccines reach more people. Related to that, I spoke with Robert Hernandez. He's a truck driver in Fresno who plans to get the vaccine soon. I was saying as a joke, I was telling my brother this morning because he lives up north and I was telling him, you know what? Everybody's getting vaccinated, so I'm not. So I go, why take the vaccine? Everybody's vaccinated, so <laughs> why, why have it, you know? Joke or not, Grasses has an answer for that. <laughs> right, right. Um, actually, so it, it's still relatively dangerous for you not to have the vaccine in the sense that people can still catch uh, the virus even if they've had the vaccine. You could still have variants that could be very uh, destructive. Um, so your, your chances of, of still getting infected are still quite high and until we really reach the point of true immunity throughout all of the population. And herd immunity, he defines as somewhere over 70% of the population, though researchers are really not quite sure where that magic number is. What about those who've had COVID or, or maybe still have it? Do they need the vaccine? Yeah, that's a question I got from Alyssa Medlock. She's a Fresno State student who recovered from the virus a few months ago. So I was just curious, like, because some people are saying you only need one dose, some say you need two just because you already have those antibodies. So that's something I'm curious about. Grasa says that's a great question. Recovering from COVID does mean you have some natural immunity and one dose significantly boosts that, but he recommends two just in case. And here's why. People um, who've had the virus also run the risk of this long COVID, right? The, the physiological effects for a long period. And you know, we don't know those effects yet. We're still learning about all of that. So if you've had the virus before and you get the vaccine, does that, that could actually help with the long COVID, right? And so prevent those kind of long-term symptoms that you really don't want. For those who are long haulers and still have symptoms, Grasa says getting vaccinated is really a decision you should make with your doctor. And then I understand you were also asked questions about the regularity of COVID vaccines. Right. Gloria Nazareta asked, will the COVID vaccine be like the flu shot? So I'm wondering if this is going to have to be a yearly thing or yeah. that's our biggest question. 
Grasa says that is still unclear. Unlike the flu, COVID doesn't appear to be seasonal. However, as we all know, the virus is constantly mutating into new variants. So they will find ways to mutate. This virus seems to be really good at it. And if there are new variants that come up that our vaccines aren't protective against, then we need to find a, a new vaccine. These will just be variants of, of these vaccines against the variances of, of the virus. He says it'll likely become apparent in the next six months or so whether variants will overpower our current vaccines. Well, Carrie, as always, thank you so much. Thank you, Kathleen. You've been listening to COVID-19 This Week with reporter Carrie Klein. I'm your host, Kathleen Schock. Thanks to our news director, Alice Daniel, and engineer, Don Weaver. We'll be back next week. And be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, Valley Edition. All this and more at kvpr.org.